All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thanks so much for joining me today. We have a lot to go over here as we have some ACC teams that have made their way to the top 25 according to the preseason coaches poll. It's a lot of good things for the league, which is always fun because, again, realignment has made us a little nervous. But now we have the opportunity to say, okay, we have some of the best that there is when it comes to college football. So let's get right into it. We are with our lovely co-host who's pinch hitting for us on a Tuesday. Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack will hopefully have J.J. Jackson here towards the end of the week. Kenton, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm great as always. I'm excited to be here. Anytime I get to show up and talk some ACC football, it's a great time. So uh, I'm happy to be here today. It's a great time today. In case you missed yesterday's episode, checked out a really good one with Kenton as we talked about some of the higher expectations of teams here in the ACC, some of the teams that we felt like need to show improve and those that are sleepers. And we got some great comments from a lot of our friends in the YouTube space. So we always appreciate nice, positive feedback. So I'll say all that to say, listen, just love us because all we do is give our opinions, you know. That's all we do. We try try our best. But let's jump into these rankings, right? Top 25 in the preseason coaches poll. We had five ACC teams starting out the gate. The team that's supposed to be the best here in the ACC, Clemson, sat at number four. And also Clemson was the team yesterday that we said had the highest expectations for different reasons that be the top team here in our league. So how, what were your thoughts when you saw the coaches preseason poll of Clemson being at number four? I thought it was a little aggressive. I thought they were really going for it. Um, I I thought it was a little high, but hey, like I've always said, uh, the rising tide raises all ships. And so, you know, Clemson being number four, whether or not I think they deserve it, uh, should be a situation where, and, and, and there being five ACC teams in the top 25 preseason-wise, should be a situation where we get the same love that the SEC does, where it's like, oh, these aren't middle-of-the-road teams. They're cannibalizing each other, as as we often hear about the SEC. Uh, do you always say that sinking tides or high tide roll ship? What is, what is the phrase? You got 103 phrases. Uh, a rising tide raises all ships. Yeah, you love a phrase. I don't think you've ever done the show that you didn't grace us with the phrase. Well, I mean, the fans don't, don't seem to have a problem with the phrase, so uh, – is there something you need to tell me, Miss Holmes? Are my phrases? No, I'm just cracking up because you always have a phrase, and so it's just funny to me. But rising tide, wait, what? A rising tide raises all ships. A rising tide raises all ships. Says that four times fast if you're listening. I do think that Clemson is rightfully at number four. Again, I say, Clem, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Okay, you like that phrase, don't you? And I'm really excited about the Tigers, and I think hopefully they'll you know do everything possible with the internal hires and just keep things rolling. They had a down year last season and then just you know can brush it off and dj will be all the things that we have predicted him to be before he even threw a pass as a clemson tiger but it wasn't just clemson who graced the top 25 stage it was also the number 13 nc state wolfpack who we said was a team that had to show and prove i feel like we're spot on so i don't know if the coaches are listening to us or, you know, people really love our show and they felt the vibes. But definitely agree that NC State is 
a top 25 team and top 15, really, you know, sitting at this number 13 spot. And I hope that they can maintain it throughout the season, maybe squeak in there to be a number four team and find themselves in the college football playoffs when it's all said and done. I mean, the reality is everything is here for this team. The expectations are there for this team. The belief and the hype behind this team is there. The talent is there. The depth is there. Now, with any other team, same with Clemson, same with the teams that we're going to talk about behind NC State, health is a big part of it, of course. But the reality is, how does this team show up? And this is not just from a team standpoint as in the players. There were some games where the coaches absolutely wet the bed. Down there at Mississippi, in Starkville, Mississippi, why you are throwing a jump pass on the one-yard line against a team that Louisiana Tech was able to successfully run the ball on is beyond me. Seems so, like they were trying to figure out a play from a familiar friend over there, maybe down by Chapel Hill. Okay, cool, cool. We'll let, okay. Yeah, sure. Anywho, to have two backs. It worked for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. To have two backs that combined for 1,300 yards on a, a little over five yards per carry last year, but to not run the ball enough. It was not always on the players not doing what they needed to do. There were certain times where the calls were absolutely abysmal. So for NC State, from the quarterback to the offensive line to the the entire team, yes, it's incumbent upon all y'all, head coach, down to the the four-string gear. What are y'all going to show up and be? That's At this point, we've talked about it. They've gotten the respect. Everybody loves to say NC State doesn't get respect, which is is a rightful statement in most times. But coming in as a top 15 team, I think there's plenty of respect there. Time to go earn it. You know, I was watching an interview today with my favorite Thundercats, Aiden Austin, and they were talking to Thayer Thomas, and he was talking about how the team, rightfully so, hasn't stepped up and lived up to all the hype that has been about them for the past couple seasons. He says they haven't earned the things that they really want, you know, an ACC championship. They really want to live up to the hype that people expect of them, and I think it was very true, you know, asking all the hard-hitting questions about, listen, at the end of the day, why do you love being here? Because everyone has bought into you know, the Drake and the Thayer Thomas story of being those hometown rivals. A lot of people have bought into the Corey Durdens of the world and getting that second opportunity. And I think it's finally starting to show how Devin Leary really is one of the best quarterbacks here in this country. So you have all the belief. Now it's time to get it done. I would just like to say this, okay? I am very good friends with Thunder and his family. And anytime I see the boys, they just want to play football. Why y'all want to play football with the retired guy, but with the guy that's still playing, y'all want to ask him questions. You know what? Never mind. We're going to skip past that. But anywho. What are uh, you talking about? I was talking about the Thundercast situation because they'll never want to ask me questions about how I think the season going to go. They just want to play football when I'm around. That's another story for another time. We're not going to go there right now. But, um, yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. This is, again, this is a there's a reason that I named NC State my show improved team this season. Because to me, this is a season that is program defining. This season will determine whether or not NC State will forever mire in mediocrity or whether or not they're ready to take that step. So this is I, a legacy building season for NC State. Absolutely. When the stars align themselves in such a way. When you do your part to put yourself in such a position and the conference is just that way that even that team that's number four in the nation, their quarterback got a wet noodle for an arm and they're counting on 
potentially a freshman coming out and doing all these amazing things. And they're counting on the backfield where guys are, were banged up all last year coming back. When that is what the best team in the conference is, when all the teams behind you in the conference have massive glaring holes and you happen to have a situation where you have one of the best linebacking core, if not the best outright linebacking core in the nation, one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, a wide receiving core that is deep and experienced and talented in the, with, with some of the guys we've named already. This is the year where you got to make it happen. You can't, if you let a year like this slip, there's a reason that the last time NC State won a conference championship in men's basketball, baseball, or football, neither of us were born. Neither of us were born, and I don't think that either of us gets carded when we go out to bars, clubs, uh, to go get drinks or whatever the case may be. I could First be of all, don't disrespect me and speak for yourself, okay? okay. Well, I maybe. love a good carding session because everyone thinks I might not be 21, so don't ever play me again because I might cut you off the show. I'll get oh. you out the state faster than you got on here. Oh, Lord. Not, oh, not Lord. everybody thinks you're below 21. Okay. All right. And even if I wasn't black, don't crack, so I look, maybe I look 25 at least. Listen, that's not the point. NC State has not won a conference championship in either one of those three sports since, what was it, the 80s? Like, come on. Come on. Like, this is. You just mad. You just mad nobody said you was fine on this show, and that's okay. But anywho, we're going to talk about the other top 25 teams here. But as you gear for fall, you need to the right people on your team to help your small businesses fire on all cylinders. That's why you should have LinkedIn Jobs. It's here to make your job easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates that makes you have the right connections. And networking is always a great opportunity to get the job of your dreams. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. We're rocking and rolling here with Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. We're talking about the top 25 teams that were ranked in the ACC, not ACC, ranked in the preseason poll from USA Today, the coaches poll. They decided who would be in here, and they picked five schools. We're going to talk about two here. I'm going to skip the numbers, not going to be in numerical order, but want to talk about the sleeper teams that we discussed yesterday in Pitt and Wake Forest, number 16, Pitt, and then number 19, Wake Forest. Pitt and Wake Forest, probably the most disrespected, dynamic Atlantic and coastal champions between them. You know, whatever, flip that. You know what I meant. They went in, they had great seasons, and yet they are afterthoughts now that are big wigs like Clemson, guys who have 17 returners like NC State, Miami, who has this new flashy new coach come in, and it's like, yeah, thanks for playing. 2021 may have been a fluke. We don't believe you guys can do it again. That's crazy to me. The thing that's so confusing about this is these teams, these are not teams that are uh, losing a world of production in terms of Wake Forest, at least they're not losing a ton of production in terms of offense. They're returning uh, the 30th most percent of their production from last year. Like, yes, Pitt is losing a ton. Sure. Kenny but Pickett. they're not losing a ton. They're losing Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison. Like, I get it, but let's not act like they didn't have multiple receivers doing big things. Let's not act like they had a decent running back. Let's not act like they didn't have a good tight end. Come on now. 
Can I ask you a question? Who's the no. ACC player of the year last year? Huh? Who's the ACC player of the year last year? Kenny Pickett. Okay. Who's the Belinda Cough winner last year? Jordan Addison. But that doesn't see that's the other thing. We all get so caught up in stars and awards and not acting like motherfuckers can't be good. Come on now. Come on now. You so hung up on damn awards, but at the end of the day, yes, losing two people is not your end of the world. And as we saw with preseason listings and voting, that's all fluffy. Come on. Come on. Are we are we gonna sit here and say Kenny Pickett? But here's the thing. I'm not talking about preseason. I'm talking about what these guys actually did in the season. Don't You're the wrong. same guy who talks all the junk about Kenny Pickett, but now he's ACC Player of the Year, so now we need to jump Listen, on the. It's a it's a difference between a great college player and a great NFL player. Cole Brennan was one well, of the. Was he great. a great college player? He done been there long enough to where it was like high time. Let's give him something. Come on now. Cole Brennan okay. was one of the greatest quarterbacks in college history. God rest his soul. He did not shake out in the NFL. Like that, you can be great in college. You can be, like you said, sometime guys stay there long enough. You're a 23-year-old playing against a bunch of 18, 19, that times 20, 21-year-olds. It's possible. It's not It's not out of the realm of possibility that a guy is an absolute world beater in college and then goes to the NFL and is but not. He was, but he's not even that. So I don't even know why you're making that. That's a bad case, bro. Next one. Next. In that ACC championship, he looked like a mighty big world beater to me. The man looked like. Against Wake Forest's defense? You want to see. a Marvel fan, that man looked like Galactus. He hit a fake slide and everything. He did all types of yin-yang and rip Against rides. Wake Forest's Listen, defense. This is, this is not. We're getting beside the point here. Go this, ahead. This Wake Forest team, again, they're they're getting the love that they deserve. And I guess that our sleepers are no longer sleepers since they're in the top 25. But the reality is, Wake Forest, can you stop teams? Can you get stops when it matters? Because you did it last year. However, it that does not seem to be a sustainable or replicable way of winning. That is not a long-term plan for success. Hey, we're going to run 80 plays a game. We're going to score 40 points a game, guys. That's what we got to do to win because we got the 91st best defense in the nation. That's not a way to win. That's I'm sorry to tell you, it's not. And then you look at Pitt like we already talked about. You're right. Pitt is bringing a lot back in terms of defense. Pitt is uh, returning one of the best tight ends in the conference and the nation, all that good stuff. Pitt is returning a lot, but they are losing some, some real heavy hitters there that in the heart, you know, it's it's hard to say that um, they're going to come back and be the same team. But I guess our sleepers are no longer sleepers because they're getting their respect nationally. Uh, it just doesn't seem like many people are talking about them locally. Yeah, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I think that a team that finishes 11-3 and three and a team that finishes 9-3 and three between Pitt and Wake Forest need a little bit of our respect. And I think they Absolutely. can do that again. I think they're going to be two to three lost teams again, and they're going to be in the conversation like – Atlantic is certainly going to be shaking up, but we all know that the Coastal is anybody's game. And if there was ever a year where there's, what, seven out of the um, coaches that are new in the Coastal, like, let's mm-hmm. be honest. I think we have a high time of opportunity for anything to go their way. But speaking of which, there is a team that is, that's currently ranked at number 17, the Miami Hurricanes, that are trying to come in and make a statement right behind Pitt and say, hey, we might be the team – to be here in the coastal there certainly are a team that i don't necessarily think we slept on because we certainly think they're going to do well but at the end of the day 
they might borderline in my show improve. Like, okay, you got all the coaches, you got all the flash, you got rid of the turnover chain. You're saying that you're the big wigs on campus. Like to me, okay, let me see it. If this is what this is what y'all say it's supposed to be. I've seen Tyler Van Dyke. I bought in. I don't believe he's just a guy who talks talk. I believe he backs it up. I've seen it with my own too. But all this hype, don't go around here playing, telling me Miami's back, and then y'all gonna mess around and blow it up in our face, and then you're gonna cry. Oh, one, it was our first year. Give us grace. Give us time. Wait till our five star recruits come in. That I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Here's now you're hyped it up. I, I actually am on the, the end of the group that you don't want to hear. I think that this first year ain't going to go the way everybody thinks it will uh, because the – Why are we hyping it up so much? The, I, who is we? Who is we? <laughs> I, I have not at all. Listen, I – and see, Hurricanes fans think we hate them. We don't, we don't hate you, Hurricanes fans. We don't, I actually love me some Miami. I used to want to play Miami real, real bad when I was a kid, but that's another story for another time. Now, here's the reality, Miami, uh, of Miami, rather. They're a team that while everybody believes uh, that Crystal Ball is, you know, this this guy that's going to make it happen and make it shake and all that good stuff, I don't exactly see a year one conference title coming out of this team. I've been wrong before. I could be wrong again. I could okay, be they don't before. get a title, but do they win the Coastal? Uh, I don't I, think any team in the Coastal is going to beat anybody in the so, so here's 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 where it gets interesting. Because the Coastal, I believe, will be won by the team who is the least bad. And I know that that sounds stupid to say. I know that's I know that sounds terrible. But let's be real with ourselves, right? The best the the returning conference champ lost the quarterback who is the ACC player of the year, the Belinda Call for War winner. The teams behind them, I mean, almost everybody has new coaches, and the only teams that don't have new coaches. They have brand new quarterbacks leaving guys who broke every record. You go through the record books and the, the teams that still have their coach in the coastal, the quarterbacks who just left are all through it. Sam Howell, all through it for um for the boys in baby blue. Uh Kenny Pickett, all through it for the Pitt Panthers. So you're looking at a situation where all the other coaches, Brennan Armstrong is paired up with Elliott, a first-time head coach. Uh Virginia Tech, we don't know what's going on over there we don't like you know what i mean like that's just the reality duke football enough said uh you got that's we gonna stop that but anyway okay sure do what, what what can we say at least at least say elko's name damn so what can we say about elko and that team though that's my point you just say elko and that's it but again all of these new all of these coaches are brand new jeff collins is one of the only guy who's coming back the head coach coming back and the starting quarterback coming back from last year. I believe they're the only team in the Coastal that that applies to. And um, they're – Collins' seat is hot as fish grease. Let's just be honest here. So, I mean, this is a, a situation where Miami could do it just by being the least bad. They could get there. You know, we talked about sleepers yesterday. And I really feel like the team that is being slept on most right now is Virginia. Like – Quiet as it's kept, I think Elliot needed to break away from being the mentor mentee. I think he needed to run his own program. He has a great backing from the AD. She is not going to let that man go anytime soon. You got all the fund financial fundamentals that you need to be a successful program. You already have a great quarterback. If you can just coach up some defense and really get that those wide receiver groups to fire on all cylinders, 
I'm just saying maybe we're not looking hard enough at the Virginia Cavaliers. And it pains me to say that because they're probably my least favorite team in the ACC, and yet here we are. But, you know, I'm always rooting for Tony, okay? Same way I root for period. Let me tell you something about Miss Carla Williams. Miss Carla Williams is the athletic director over at UVA. She loves her coaches like no other. She is as loyal to them coaches. I'm a Lions fan, and, and we're the only ones that got her beat in terms of loyalty. I mean, to the soil. She, she let Tina Thompson be there and stink up that women's basketball <laughs> program. Ten for, dips. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're right about the fact that 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 AD over there is going to give him everything he, he needs. Anything yeah. that she can give him, she will give him. And and you know what? The more I think about it, the more I'm starting to think you may be on to something with Virginia. You well, are you going to say he may be right? Because I know yeah. about the pain. You, you, had, you had to stutter step. Go ahead and say that, it. They got that big six seven receiver who, I mean. Keaton Thompson. To say that he's a – Keyshawn Thompson. Keaton. Is, Keaton. Keaton is the uh, all-purpose one. Davis is the big one. Davis is the one that's no. like – Thompson is not six seven. Yes, he is. He is not. No way. Google him. If he's six seven, then they got two six seven guys. Because I know <laughs> Davis, who got hurt last year, was supposed to be yeah, there. They need big... to run it back. I need he... to check my facts. Forgive me if all those who have listened thus far, I got to something wrong on the show. But I, but I know Kendall was about to tell me I was right. I know that pains him. So I just need to take that two seconds. Anywho, the reality is they have the weapons. They have an offensive. They have an offensive minded head coach, and you know. With all due respect to Bronco Mendenhall and the way that everybody talks about him and reveres him as a very disciplined, as a very, like, no-nonsense coach and all that, he had that offense rolling at a high level. Then you bring in another offensive-minded coach who may be the energy they need and who may say, hey, listen, defensive coordinator, y'all do what y'all need to do. Y'all get that part together. But this this group over here, we're going to make them do some special things. You're, you could be on to something again. This coastal could literally be. Could I be on something or could I be right? Just got. I mean, it, it's like right. around the bush. Okay, it's good. The same thing. It's the no, same no, we need to flat out. Go ahead, direct. You're a very direct person. Rising tide, raise the ships, all that. Go ahead, tell me I'm right. Again, you could be right. Again, this is all preseason, so everything that we saying could be. Duke could mess around and win. T- <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't even get that out. The reality is, the teams yeah, right. that we think are going to be terrible, could be good next year. Who knows? You're not right. You're not right. I really want y'all to stop hating on Duke, bro, because once they do really get it together, y'all going to be upset. And I want everyone – I want every single person who has given me ish about Duke football to come to the table and apologize. I like my apologies bold and loud. I want you to be as loud as your disrespect. Again, again. First of all, like I said, if you like I said last episode, if you love know your man like you love on Elko, he ain't never ever ever gonna have no questions about going nowhere else. But beyond that, again, I like Elko, I like Stinson, I like Dwayne Carter, I like Shaka Hayward. They have good kids. They just didn't have a great coach. It's just, I mean, it's just that simple. The same way Bronco Mendenhall, like not for nothing, he knew when it was his time to step away. I think that in comparison, Cutcliffe didn't know when it was his time. He was riding the ship, and the ship was saying, I'm sunk. I'm Titanic up in here. And he didn't know how to say, you know, wave the flag, right? I respect Bronco Mendenhall for saying, you know what? Let someone else step in, take the reins. Let me spend time with the family. Let I love Virginia too much to let it go to cra- go crazy. 
I mean, listen, you again, there is a case. However, this team runs into the exact same. They were the opposite side of the coin from Wake Forest. They are Wake Forest where those couple of breaks that went right for Wake Forest to win a game went wrong for them. That was what they were last year. So it's very possible that we see them become the Wake Forest of this year in that they just have to outscore everybody and they just need a few breaks to land their way and those few breaks do land. It's possible. Let it's us not, pray. It's Let not us out the round I can't wait for the apology, okay? All that to say, before we round out the show and wrap it up here, we saw five teams from the ACC make it, which is great for the conference, considering all that we went through for this realignment summer. As many as the ACC. Right. I think with what I think with what Commissioner Phillips has tried to bring us through and all the hype, blah, 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 blah. How many did the Big Ten get? I know they're doing contracts right now, so I think they need to ESPN, if you're listening, if you can slide us a little more money so we can make sure that these top 25 schools are here to stay, that'd be great. Was there anybody missing from that list that you thought should be a top 25 team? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, with again, with all due respect oh, to these teams, when you look at preseason rankings, I want everybody to know that they don't mean that much because again, we've seen these be wrong a lot. But if we are talking about, well, how do you get these things? You basically look at what did your team do last season? What changes have they made to move up or down uh, where they were last year? Who in the ACC has made a man who loves Louisville and Malik Cunningham? Not a top 25 program? Okay. Listen, there is, they're on the cusp. They're on the verge. I believe that they're very much so on the verge. I don't, I would not feel in good conscience they were about putting them in. I wouldn't, because if you put them in, if you put them in, somebody else has to come out. Somebody has to come out. And who do I take out for them? Who? I cannot think of a team in the top 25 that I look at and I say, I know for a fact there is not a doubt in my mind that Louisville would lose to this team. And by the way, the team with the most votes who were outside of the top 25 to get in, you know who that team was in terms right, of the let ACC? Us know. Let us know. It was the boys in baby blue, the University of North Carolina. That, my friends, is a shocker. That I is the, I mean, ooh -wee. I don't have time. Ooh. Why is that a ooh? Why are you shocked? I, you know what? Let me be quiet. In the words of the TikTok, are you shocked? Why are you shocked? Don't be shocked. I'm very shocked. I'm very, very shocked. Because again, like I said, all of the teams in the Coastal losing their coach, losing their quarterback. One of the two. Some teams doing both. So, I mean, this is a situation where, again, I'm looking like, Okay, wait a minute. You lost the heart and soul of that offense. You lost the best player on that defense. I mean, you returned an electric receiver, a receiver that if he's even, he's leaving. He can route you up. He can do it on the return game. He can do it on jet sweep. He can do it any way you want it. If you give him the ball, he'll make something. Which, happen. for North Carolina news, Antoine Green, who is probably their second best receiver, went down with the injury is going to be out. So that's a little tough to hear from a Carolina standpoint. But you're, this is of North Carolina. Isn't like funny ha-ha. It's more like funny weird. So I wish you would just give us some love for once I, in listen, your life. I am not. I am not against anybody who knows me knows I am not against even the teams that I dislike, hate, whatever the case may be. When people ask me 
uh, who's the most talented quarterback that you've ever seen play? I say it's Aaron Rodgers, even though I hate the Packers. I'm not afraid to admit that my rivals or whatever the case may be got some ball players. The best running back I've ever played against in my life uh, played at King High School, our rivals up at Cash Tech. I am not afraid to admit when there is like something that's just like, oh, man, this is different. The reality Are you is, on those Guadalajara drugs like Aaron Rodgers? Am I what? <laughs> Listen, I would like those 34 uh, voters who vote, wanted to vote Caroline in. I want to know, are y'all on the Guadalajara? Are y'all there? <laughs> Do we need to start drug testing y'all coaches? Um, All I'm saying is us players had to get drug tested regularly. Them coaches, I don't know. I Back when oh. I was there, back when I was there, it was a few coaches that, you know what I mean? I'm not they saying. Were on that I'm not saying they would have failed a drug test. I'm not saying that. Some of the coaches I saw on the other sidelines on the ACC, I'm not saying they would have failed a drug test. But I'm saying if you need a get-back coach for 12 games a season, for four seasons straight, and your team ain't winning nothing, Goodbye. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this thing on up. Make sure you check out Locked on ACC podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you just subscribe to the YouTube channel. You follow Locked on Wolfpack. That's also on YouTube now. You can follow Kenton Gibbs at TGIF underscore Kenton. You can follow me at Keenan Cooper, or you can listen to at Locked on ACC on Twitter. We'd love to give a good jab every now and again. And please, I know a lot of you guys listen to Apple podcast please 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 leave reviews we got some people in there that are going a little too hard with the the bad stars and we want positive vibes only so that means five stars we'll love to see you do it for candace and ken gibbs until next time